Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 7 of Q&A Questions with your favorite athlete. With me is one of my favorite basketball players, the Brittany Stafford. What's up, Britt? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I am amazing because you're here, obviously. You ready? I so, am ready. Being a transfer from Incarnate Word, a big old D1 school in Texas, right? San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. So you're relatively new to this whole Anderson basketball program. You know, what are some things you've enjoyed about this past year? Honestly, the family and the community have been the biggest part of this entire process. I don't think I would be here without JB, first of all. Um, he found me as quick as possible and got me out here. And I mean, I'm glad to be here. He's he's like a dad away from home, you mm -hmm. know. And then the girls, we just immediately connected. And I couldn't be more blessed to, yeah. to have them in my life. I love that. So tell me about the whole process of you coming from, you know, Incarnate Word to here. You said JB just scooped you up. He did. So I was at Incarnate Word. I actually started my junior year. Mm -hmm. I went to uh, summer school. We had summer workouts in July. And I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm so tired of, of being disrespected. And like, it's just, it's not the vibe anymore. You know, I want. What do you, what do you mean disrespected? So coming from a D1, they don't really treat you right. Uh, it's more of a business than a family and a community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of like, we actually care about the boys. Uh, they're actually, I don't know if you've been checking the news, they're actually going through a scandal right now. Really? That uh, they have not been following Title IX rules. No way. Yes. Anyway, so that's been happening. So I'm there in, in July, and I was like, I just can't. I called my mom. We prayed about it, and I was like, uh, I need to leave, or you know, I need to do something. And it was very upsetting because I was thinking about quitting basketball in total. I was like, I wow. can't. I literally can't do this. Um, my mental health shot down, like everything wasn't going to plan. And then afterwards, I put my name in the portal. And I was like, let's just give it a shot. Let's mm -hmm. just give it a shot. And I got, I got a few hits far, though. They were all far. I mean, Virginia. I had a few from Minnesota. One from Pennsylvania. I mean, they were everywhere. But no no specific offers. And so I was like, ah, you know, maybe this this isn't for me. Maybe maybe it is just time to to hang it up. And so I'm sitting there, and I get this weird email. I'm like, South Anderson, South Carolina? Where is that? I was like, South who goes to South Carolina? And so, you know, I talked to my mom, and I was like, no, I just, it's not me. There's no way I'd be out there. And she was like, you know, just, just answer the email, you know, go back and forth. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. So I'm emailing back and forth, and they're like, we want you on a visit. And mind you, it's like August um, at this time, y'all have already started school, yeah. and I haven't. Uh, we actually started a week later. Mm. So y'all were in school, and I was like, ah, all right, I'll, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. So I get here. JB picks me up from the airport. I'm nervous because I'm like, man, I haven't been on a visit in so long. I get here. He drives me there. He's talking about, you know, South Carolina, and he's talking about the school. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know. But I'm very skeptical because I'm like, I know this business I've already been down this road. Either you're going to give me something right or I'm quitting. I'm mm. finishing my degree somewhere else. I mean, everywhere that I went, I went to the weight room. I talked to Jen. I, I went to um, our admissions. I talked to them. I, I talked to NARPs. And those for those that, NARPs. that don't know, NARPs are non-athletic regular people. I'm sorry if you're a NARP out there. No, no hate. I talked to everybody, and I needed to know what was wrong with the school. Mm. I mean, from top to bottom. Everybody I, I encountered was just so nice, mm -hmm. so confused. Texas people are not that nice. Really? 
No. So this was a first. Well, as I'm going through the process, he's asking me these questions, and I'm like, I really just, I don't know. And I was very honest. I was like, it's either I want to play basketball or I don't, you know? My love for the game is kind of diminished. But, I mean, I could I could give it a, give it a shot, potentially. And so as I'm leaving, I, I get up to the airport. It's like 4 a.m., actually. That's wow. when, yeah, I, we get to the airport. And I'm just sitting there. I'm in my thoughts. And I'm like can I really see myself here? And I was like, no, I'm not. Mm. I'm not. And so I get on the airplane. I fall asleep. That's how I, you know, mm -hmm. work the things out. Yeah, of course. And I get home, and I tell my mom about the visit. And I'm like, I just, I just need some guidance. You know, I know you can't tell me what's right or wrong. You don't know my path. And, like, there, there can be other obstacles along the way, but I just I need some guidance. And so finally she was like, I think you should go. I, th I think it would be good for you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just, I kept shooting it down, shooting it down, shooting it down. Because every, everywhere I go, I just think about my old school and it being a business and like mm -hmm. just not being in general. treated fairly, yes. And the next day, JB texted me and was like, hey, you know, just checking in on you. Like, really glad you got to visit. You know, just take your time. Immediately I texted him. I was like, yeah, I'm going to commit. Wow. I was like, yeah, I'm coming. He was like, oh, oh. Okay. He, he calls me and he was like, you don't say this over text. And I was like, well, it's, <laughs> it's been a few years. I haven't done this in forever. But, yeah, I want to come. Wow. Yeah. So just him reaching out, you know, that feeling of family and community made you instantly drawn to it. I was connected for sure. Wow. Whenever you first got here, you know, what was your first impression of Anderson whenever you first got here? Everybody's super nice. Mm -hmm. That was my immediate first impression. I, I really don't think anybody didn't say hi to me or, or didn't come up and ask, like, hey, you know, you're on the basketball team or you looking to be on the basketball team? Well, yeah, we love coming to the games and mm -hmm. all the girls are, are fantastic. And, like, um, they are pretty fantastic. They are pretty I mean, fantastic. I, I love them on, on most days. You're one of them days. now. You're one yeah. of them now. Yeah. <laughs> on most days. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. I love them all the time. Mm hmm but yeah. Going back to Incarnate Word, you said it's like a business. It is. What was your daily routine as a D1 athlete? Oh, man. Oh, You don't okay. have to get crazy specific if there's too much PTSD involved. No, I you're know good. It you're good. I'm trying to think. So most of the time, let's see. Actually, you want you want in season? Uh, let's let's do yeah. Let's do in season. All right, in season, we'd have like a 6 a.m. lift every morning. Not every morning. We'd probably probably lift about three or four times a week. Mm -hmm. um, but those were rough. Those were rough. Then afterwards, we'd have like a three-hour practice immediately right after. I mean, whew. So you're pretty much getting done with woodlifting at like seven. And, you're and then right into practice. Then we'd have classes. Let's see, at the time, freshman, sophomore, we had about four, hour, four to six hours of study hall a week. So, I mean, factor that in. A few meals here and there. And then we had something, no, like a vision test. Yeah. And so, you know, think of like you go to the eye doctor and they test your vision. And, mm -hmm. well, this is like sport specific for our vision. It's like, mm. if everybody knows me, I do not have the best peripheral vision, which is hilarious because I'm a point guard. Uh -huh. I actually can't see. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah. Um, but they would check our vision. And so every time the peripheral test would come, I would basically fail it. Every time? Almost every time, yes. Mm. Uh, we, you know, we had... We dribble balls, and there are these lasers we touch, and then most of the time they're like memory games and just mm -hmm. kind of working our brain. We used to go to that every day. Every day, y'all do day, that. Every day, every day, it was insane. 
God, it sounds like they're running lab tests on y'all pretty much. For real. Um, and then afterwards, d- depending on everybody's schedule, we'd sometimes hang out as a team. Sometimes it was it was a hit or miss. But what I mean, do, that what was. Do you mean? What do you mean hit or miss? Well, most of us had very interesting schedules. My freshman year was probably the best team chemistry out of that group. And then sophomore year just diminished. We all went into our separate ways. And it, it wasn't very team related. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, I know a majority of y'all's schedules now are aligned around each other so that y'all have to have that personal time. Because, I mean, every time I walk into the CAF or something like that, it's y'all are all forced to sit together and eat to make that bonding time. Is that right? We're not forced. I mean, I would like to say that we love each other. Oh. Um, I, I know for sure I love them. I might I might not tell them all the time, but I do. <laughs> I really do. I mean, I would drop everything. If someone had a flat tire, I'd be there. Mm. Um, if somebody needed $5, I'm broke, but i go get some money, you know? Mm. Like, I'll find a way for you. Everybody needs that type um, of person in their life. But, like, that's, that's our entire team. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of them would drop everything just for us. I mean, I, like I said, I couldn't be more blessed. Like, I love hanging out with them. I love seeing them. I mean, even if they're across the campus, I'm like, yeah, like, that's my teammate. That's my yeah. Teammate. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. Now, so, now, who was the person that made the most impact on you oh, when you first got here? 100%. 100% Nelly. Really? Absolutely. I don't know how it happened. I just gravitated. We gravitated towards each other, actually, um, because my first connection was Samantha mm-hmm. when she was here. And then when I got here, immediately, Nelly, I, I literally can't tell you what it was. It was just. Now, how has like she how has she impacted you? Oh, you know, as a person, in many player. ways, in many ways. I mean, as a friend, she makes me think of how I can be a better friend for other people, how I can be a better friend for her. Like I said, the per- the people that that drop everything for us, Nelly is one of them. Mm. Like I said, Nelly, I mean, I wish I grew up with Nelly. Yeah. Like, I feel like we would be sisters, for real, because we get on each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, I pick with her so much. I know she hates it, but I can't help it. You know, I love her to it's death. It's out of love, you know? It it's is. Love. It is. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And so you've seen your role as a player absolutely skyrocket since coming to Anderson. You know, even coming midseason last year, you know, you came. I, I literally got a text from my boss, and he was like, hey, by the way, new basketball player just came. I'm like, what? It's literally like the end of December. What do you mean? He's like, yeah, but she's a star. And so you had over 600 minutes logged this past year, this past season, more than your freshman and sophomore year at Incarnate Word combined, which was like 555 minutes. You know, how's that transition been? You've, you've become really like a workhorse for this team. You know, you're out there 36 minutes, 37 minutes a game. Well... <laughs> I would say um, confidence from my coach. Mm-hmm. I know JB, I mean, he is in there with me. Like, if I want to shoot, he's like, I'll go rebound. Um, if I want to put up extra shots, he's there. Mm. And he's always telling me, like, it'll fall, it'll fall. You know, or he's always correcting my shot. And he's like, you know, you got the next one, you got the next one. So it's like having that support system and someone who actually believes in you, that's why I play as many minutes as I do. Before, my old coach I wouldn't say. Actually, I will say. Um, <laughs> Drop it. I definitely think he lost his confidence in me. Um, and he was he was the type of person. I mean, he wanted to win, and, like, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But, like, his offense, it, like, we didn't mesh well together. He was more, like, three points and layups. And, like, I like pull-ups. Mm-hmm. I like my pull-up game. And, you know, JB lets me express that. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's worked. It's worked a lot. Yeah. My freshman year and my sophomore year, I started off really strong. 
Uh, I started and I, I played a lot of minutes and then towards really the middle and end of season, it just kind of, that's where all hope was lost. He, mm-hmm. he was like, all right, well, I'm kind of done with you. Mm. And so, I mean, like I said, just going back, confidence from my coach has really, really inspired me and, and made me work harder to want to be on the court and be that role player, you know? Yeah. And so what did your former coach losing confidence in you, how did that affect you mentally? Not good. Not Your good. girl went to therapy. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. I think it affected me a lot, mainly because, you know, growing up, I was always told, you know, like, be coachable, be mm. coachable, and to work hard, you know, be a dog. That's what I did. Freshman year, I was like, you know, no strings attached. Like, I'm going to go in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a name for myself. I'm not going to step on anybody's toes, but I'm going to work. And that's what I did. But the recognition that I didn't get from that kind of tore me down because yeah. it's like, you know, I'm working for you. I'm working for you, but what are you doing for me? Yeah, what are you giving back? Yeah, and I mean, minus minutes and all, like, forget all that for a second. Mm-hmm. As a person, it didn't seem like he wanted me to grow or none of that. I mean, I, I felt very complacent. I felt very stuck. I started to question who I am as a person um, and, and what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I changed my major. <laughs> what you, you change it to? It's now business management. Mm-hmm. What was it originally? It was just your average general business, but still. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that now the now relationship with Coach JB, you know, how has that formed you as a person? Oh my goodness! I hope he doesn't hear this episode, <laughs> but like, he has definitely changed my life. Like, I love him for real. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he is—he's like my dad away from my actual dad. Mm-hmm. He is also the type of person to be like, you know, hey, call me if you need anything. I don't care if it's four in the morning or. If you have a flat tire, like, you know, I'll help you, and then I'll show you how to fix it, you know? Um, but you need to do it yourself. Like, he'll show you, and he'll teach you, and he'll guide you. And, like, I need that type of person in my life as a coach and beyond. Like, I want to have a relationship beyond basketball and beyond my collegiate experience, you know? And mm-hmm. that's that's who he is. I love it. Wow. So you say – so pretty much you've learned so much from him. Absolutely. And you become a totally different person because of him, man? Absolutely. Wow. I'm more positive. <laughs> You're, I must say, compliments to you because you are one of the most positive people that I know. Thank you. Like every time I see you, it's, it's, you know, it's a high five or it's a hug or it's like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, that kind of stuff. And that, that means a lot to a lot of people for sure. Especially, Appreciate that. Especially us narps. You know, us narps. <laughs> so you're a rebound machine. Oh, geez. About six rebounds a game. But you're also like 5'3". How does getting into the paint with the girls that are sometimes like a foot taller than you? What's your mindset going into that? Because I know because I know that height difference can make a difference, but apparently not to you. So I always, I was always told as a kid that I don't play 5'3". I mean, I before I was like 4'8". So, wow. yeah, I was pretty yeah. short. But, I mean, I still am. I feel like I play like I'm six foot. In my heart, I feel six foot. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps me because most of the time, you know, think about defense. You know, it don't take much work. You need heart, you know, grit. Like, get in there. Make something happen. And that's what rebounding does for me. I love it. You know, I love getting rebounds over six-foot people. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Makes you yeah, feel powerful. I, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it brings it to a whole nother level. Now, sometimes, you know, a few of my teammates get a little upset, but like, I want the ball. I want the ball. Give it to me. See ball, get ball. Yes, I want the ball. Now, first game with Anderson against Mount Olive. Let's take it back in time really quick, okay? 
Okay. I, this is going to sound bad. I'm not, I'm not trying to trash you, I promise. No, you're zero, good. Zero you're for good. three on three points, okay? And you were three for nine on field goals for only six points that first game. But the game after against nationally ranked at the top, they were like number 14 or number 17 at the time, I'm pretty sure. 24 points. You know, what, cha- what changed between those two games, you know? And I, was that a confidence, you know, downer that very first game? To be fair, um, like I said, I've been – I, I transferred mid-semester, so I got thrown about a million plays all at once. Mm. And I was thrown those plays as a one. So when I got out there, I was a two. And so I, for some reason, it just nothing registered. I, I couldn't figure out anything. Everything felt like, oh, if left was left, no, left is right. And so everything was opposite. Yeah. And I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And I'm freaking out because this is the first time I'm playing with my team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've only had FaceTime calls with them, and, you know, I've texted a few of them here and there. And um, this was the first time actually interacting in a game situation, and it just was not good. It was not good. I was in my head, and I was like, ah, just, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, was this the right decision? And then we had Christmas break. I worked with Coach. We talked about plays. We came back. We practiced. I started running more of the one, more of the one, but knew the two position. Mm-hmm. Then we played Catawba, and I felt very confident. Mm. So yeah. you, so you ended up playing a one after that. I did. Okay, gotcha. So you came, so you came in as a one. I came in as a one, but okay, played but they a two. Played <laughs> that first game, wow! I yes. bet, I bet you that was just interesting. It was very that. interesting. This this year, senior season. Are you coming back for your fifth year next I year? I am. Okay, thank I am. God. <laughs> we gotta we gotta have at least one more year of Brittany Stafford. So what's your goal for this season then? You know. Big senior season. You know, so this season is a little bit more special to me, honestly, because I didn't think I was going to come back for a fifth year, but I just can't give it up. Mm-hmm. You know, I cannot give it up. My body hurts, but my heart is still in it. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to hit my 1,000 points How far away myself. are you? How far away are you right now? That is a good question. I need to look it up. We'll do some research. Yes. After. As a team, I want to get a ring. Mm. I mean, we need a ring. This team deserves a ring. Like, as much work as we put in, I, I just know it's going to show. Mm-hmm. Mark my words. We're winning the SAC championship all right, right now. All right. All right. We're going to redeem ourselves. It's on paper now. You know, I, I would just love to be recognized, honestly, because I came in mid-semester. And, you know, we had the polls come out. And we only had one girl, Mimi, Shamika McNeil, mm-hmm. uh, make it. I mean, we need more credit. I mean, yeah. I, want, I want me to be on there personally. Diamond. I mean, we need we need a freshman of the year. We we need more people to add value to that, and I think we do. I mean, I, our plan is to make a name for ourselves, which mm. I know we've already have, but we're gonna increase. Yeah. From here. The work ethic is insane with y'all's team because I'm in Abney a lot because I'm sitting there doing research for games, and I walk in there, and at least four or five of y'all are in there getting up shots every single time I walk in. You know, there are a few guys here and there on the other side of the court, but y'all, there are a lot of y'all in there getting up shots. And Coach JB's in there, you know, every time, you know, getting rebounds, you know, giving them back. I mean, he, y'all have an insane work ethic. So I, I really do hope it pays off this year. I hope so. And so, you know, we talked about some inspiration, teammate, coach-wise, but your entire life, who's inspired you the most? Oh, my goodness. I know it's a deep question. I love this question, actually. I actually have a few people. Uh, obviously, my parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be here without my parents. They have inspired me to do more than just basketball. I mean, my, my future goals. Uh, that's why I got into fitness and 
I plan to open my own gym one day. So really, yeah. I want to I I hear more about that in a bit. Okay, okay. Right. And so, but my parents for sure mm-hmm. are number one. My dad, he's before basketball, softball was a big part of my life, and so he was my coach. Mm. And like, of course, if everybody knows, you know, if you have that parent that's your coach, you're like, like, are we really doing this again? You know, drives me to practice, and like, you're yelling at me, and like, it's just, it's miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, I miss it. Really, you know, I won't. I won't tell him that. Yeah. But I do. I miss it. I miss him yelling at me and and talking to me and I just, it's a different connection. Mm-hmm. With my mom, she doesn't know a whole lot about sports. She she tries her best. That's all that matters. Yes. All that counts. But she is always there after my dad yells at me. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's a big part of it. My second inspiration is actually my high school basketball coach. Really. Yes. We had a lot of kerfuffles in my junior year. We did not get along. I did not like her. Mm-hmm. Couldn't stand her. And I know she couldn't stand me, but yeah. I know I needed her, mm-hmm. you know, and I know she needed me. Eventually, I was like, you know, we we have got to figure this out. I don't know what kind of connection we have, but we need to make this work because we need to go far. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to trying to get a ring, trying to get a ring. Senior year, everything just clicked. Uh, we actually didn't get a ring, but, you know... Our team was fundamentally sound. Like we did everything back to back to back to back to back. Like we we were working. Mm-hmm. You know, our our coach was there the whole time, and still to this day, like she's my best friend. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, we we'll go out, we'll get dinner. Obviously, I talk to her about my games and like my future goals and kind of that direction that I that I want to go in life. You know. Now, what is that direction? You see, you mentioned a gym earlier. Yes. Give some more details. On yes. That. So I eventually want to own my own gym. I want to be a personal trainer and coach. Mm-hmm. I love the fitness industry. I mean, I love lifting. I love giving back because I know a lot of people that have helped me to get to where I am, and I would love to give back. Mm. I mean, from everywhere, from strength and conditioning lessons like to basketball lessons, uh, softball lessons. I mean, it, it doesn't matter for me. I just I want to show, especially the youth, like, it's your time. It's your time. But you gotta work. You gotta work. This generation is kind of soft. Very soft. Let's be real. Very soft. Um, I mean, I have never seen it this worse. Honestly, I have faith that things will get better. Period. Period. Exclamation mark. Exclamation. Yes. Every, all, all of it. I love that. You know that you almost you know took away my last question because I was gonna ask you know what would you say to the youth these days and I mean there it was, but you know coming off all that. This is this is a much less personal question, but if you were any animal, what would you be and why? Ooh, that's hard. That's hard. You know, I'm probably going to be basic and say a lion, only because, I mean, I want you to feel my roar. Oh. Yeah. Someone write that down right now. <laughs> write that down. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like when you think about it, like I said, fitness, you need that. Mm-hmm. You need that. Mm-hmm. And like athletes, you need that. And... Sometimes it's from within. You know what I'm saying? Like, you may not be loud and outspoken, but if you still have heart in here, that line comes out. You know? Man, I feel inspired right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Well, Brittany, anything, any last thing to say? Just thank you. Thank you for, for letting me be a part of this, and uh, I really enjoyed this. Man, it was an honor. It was, it an, was honor. an honor. I'm, I'm leaving this place inspired. Good. Well, this has been Q&A, Episode 7. Britt, we'll see you later.